Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the first edition of the Crystal Palace Women's Show of 2023. Uh, Happy New Year to everybody. I hope it was all that you wanted it to be. Um, I'm I'm a bit of a a New Year's grump myself. I've had to, over the years, too many pants ones, and then work has made them a nightmare. And just, I'm quite happy sitting in and just having a you know, some, some having a chocolate and watching a film, um, which is what we did. Um, that film being Hellboy 2, uh, which was on, on TV for anyone who was interested. And then randomly a bit of Jackass 3, I think it was. Um, so, yeah, for, for those who may have wanted to know what I did on New Year's Eve uh, the with the wife. Um, so, yeah, that was, that, that was ours. So, so, I hope for yourselves it was uh, a good evening. And... The year has started positively, and I hope that it'll be a, a good one for everybody. Um, obviously, there's always, there's always ups and downs, as there is every year, but uh, you know, hopefully, for everyone who's listening, it will be a, a positive year for you all. And of course, we also hope that it's a, a positive year for the Palace. Um, so, both the men's and the women's. Obviously, last night for the, for the men's, it wasn't, uh, and the less said about that, the better. Um, but for the women, things get started this weekend. So, you know, we uh, we're back in action. We shouldn't have been originally. Um, we should have been. I should actually just say I'm just like talking about that. You may have missed, it's just me. Um, my co-host Phil has been ill the last few days, um, so I'm not expecting him to come on and and start talking. Um, so unfortunately, it is just myself. And certainly anyone wants to pop on and, and, and chat for a little bit. Uh, this is just a brief one. It's just to look at um, Sunday's upcoming game. And so that's what I was about to say. So uh, we should have been in action until next weekend, uh, which is when we play London City Lionesses at home in the uh, in the Championship. But before Christmas, obviously, the weather was playing havoc and we had that cold snap for a few weeks. And it brought... Um, Cancellations galore, shall we say. So, our last couple of games, which were in the, the FA Cup and in the Conti Cup, were postponed. Um, obviously, this the FA Cup, it snowed that night um, and was called off about 15 minutes before kickoff, I believe. It's supposed to be on the, the, uh, on the Sunday night, 7 o'clock kickoff. But it was, the snow stopped that. Um and then a week later, the final Conti Cup game, which for us was a, a nothing game. Um, but away to Charlton, the frozen pitch killed that one off. So those games have got to be played. And Charlton, the away game against Charlton is on Tuesday or Wednesday this week. Uh, I can't remember which one is up ahead currently, but it's one of those two. Uh, so next week, shall I say. Um, but our, uh, our return to action starts even earlier because of the FA Cup. So... There's a small matter of playing Watford in the FA Cup third round. That game is this Sunday. It's at Hayes Lane. It's a two o'clock kickoff. Um, so please, please, if you've not already got plans, uh, if you're available that day, please come down and join us at Hayes Lane. Um, I know the women's Twitter page has been pushing it this week uh, and Facebook as well. Naturally, the main club has ignored it because it's at Hayes Lane. But there is a game this weekend. So please get down there. Um, hopefully we can get as many of us as possible. Um, preferably a better turnout than what we had in the last game, which was the Conti uh, Hayes, which was the Conti Cup game. 
against Lewis. Um, let's get down there and support the team. So, as I say, I want this pod, I just want to, especially if it's just me, so I'm not going to keep it too long because no one needs to hear me just droning on. Um, before I touch on the FA Cup, just a little bit of news. So, uh, for those who may not have seen, Charlie Clifford has left the club. She, this is her second season with us. Um, she's only played twice this season. Um, so, I don't know if her injuries or anything like that had kept her out at the start, but she's not, not really been involved. I think she's been doing stuff behind the scenes, along with Lee Nickel. Um, but her, she has departed the club um, and has joined Ebbsfleet. So, we just want to wish Charlie the best for the next stage. And I think it's a good move for her. Um, it's all about getting game time. Obviously, it's hard with the amount of additions we've brought in and keeping everyone happy and, and active and involved. Injuries have enabled us to rotate a bit more than perhaps would have planned. And obviously, results have been a bit up and down. So, there have been some tweets and stuff. But... Um, for a couple of players, it just hasn't really been the game time. So we wish Charlie the best of luck and hopefully uh, she gets a lot of um, time on the pitch in the second half of the season. Um, so obviously with Charlie gone and we know Izzy Sibley unfortunately has uh, ruptured her ACL and is going to be out for the rest of this season and you'd imagine the start of next season, um, which is a massive, massive blow. Uh, she's been superb for us this season, great player. Great person. Um, just got into England uh, under 23s as well. So, um, absolutely gutted for her. And she would be a big loss to what we're trying to do, what we're trying to build. And I imagine what we have planned pushing forward this season. So, But with um, her absence and Charlie's departure, that would free up two slots in our squad. Because for the first time um, since promotion this season, we'd... Had a, we'd actually filled all 25 player slots. So we've got two vacancies in there as it stands. I don't know whether the plans are for incoming transfers or not. Um, fingers crossed they are. I mean, it's a difficult window uh, at the best of times January in general. Um, but we have seen activity in it before. Obviously, Izzy joined us last year in January window. And Alex Hennessy came in on loan from Arsenal. Um in previous windows, I believe Shiv Wilson. I, think, I believe Shiv Wilson joined us in the January window. Uh, I think Abbott Stobbs might have joined us in the January window. Um, there's been a couple of others as well. I think Lucy Gillett joined us on loan in the January window. Uh, so we've had a, we've had a few few transfers come in um, in the January. So you know, hopefully we might, we won't be looking at a couple of options. Centre back, ideally, please. For the love of God, a centre-back. Uh, but obviously, it depends what's available. But there's big moves going on at the moment. Uh, we've seen in the WSL, the the record fee was broken um, with, with Bethany England moving from uh, Chelsea to Spurs. And we've just seen today, Jordan Nobbs has left Arsenal and moved to Aston Villa. Um, and I've seen talk of Lucy Staniforth as well So you, on the move. So you've got players who are now losing out on their Lionesses places because they're not playing at the big clubs, are moving to, to get the game time. And I think we might start to see more of that where the likes of Chelsea signed a load of players in the summer who then got out on loans and stuff 
or just kind of sitting in the squad. Not everybody, because obviously you're still going to have the squad and you still learn being at those clubs. But um, we might see a bit more movement with World Cup in the summer. Um, and obviously, if you know Villa bringing in knobs, that might then mean someone goes out and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. So there might be some opportunities out there. Um, maybe we'll see some fresh faces in January. Who knows? Who knows? Um, but what we do know is, as I say, we, we will see the team out on Sunday uh, in the FA Cup. Um, we are playing Watford, who last season were relegated from the Championship down into the National League Southern Premier. Um, for those who listen regularly, when we had the, the Roundtable podcast in the summer, or, or even when we had the podcast for the, the Coventry home game earlier in this season, We've heard Paul come on, who does a lot of comms for Coventry, does a lot of radio work for Coventry, um, is a big Coventry fan. And through, through his talking and everything, we'll be well aware of Coventry's last-minute survival, literally the last kick of the game, the 97th-minute free kick. And that came at Vickery's Road, away to Watford, and it kept Coventry up and sent Watford down. So um, we beat Watford at home last season and drew away, if memory serves me correctly. So, obviously, for Watford, it's a bit of a, a, bit of a rebuild in the summer to try and come back up again. It's incredibly difficult to come up because you've got the Southern Premier and the Northern Premier and the winner of uh, the winner of each league plays each other in a playoff final. So, last season, Southampton won the Southern Premier and Wolves at a counter won the North. And then Southampton won the playoff game. So, quite harsh that you've got some really good teams down there and only one can come up. So winning your league doesn't even guarantee it, which is it's kind of ludicrous. Um, and that's what Watford are facing this year. They're having a good season, though. Uh, they are currently second in the Southern Premier. They've played nine games. They're winning six of them, drawing one and losing two. They've scored 27 goals and they've conceded only nine. So they've been quite prolific in front of goals so far and, and quite tight at the back. Um, put them on 19 points. They've, they've played one game less than league leaders Oxford, uh, who they're currently five points behind. And they're tied on points with Portsmouth and Ipswich. And Ipswich were, I think, one of the favourites to go up at the start of the season. Um, they, you know, look for last season, like they might uh, get promoted, but end up falling off behind Southampton. But it's not quite gone the way for them and Oxford are top of the table at the moment. But Watford are there and thereabouts. Um, and, you know, if they win that game in hand, obviously they're only two points behind. So it's everything to play for for them in the league. Um, and, and form is key. And, and Phil and I talked about this before, but form is is very, very important. And doesn't yes, they're a league below us, but, you know, they are winning games this season. They're scoring goals. They're keeping it tight at the back. They're in that flow. And that's why you often see so many cup upsets. Obviously, you do get a lot of time, especially in the men's game, where teams change up the players and then you're playing squad players who have barely kicked a ball all season and they're not up to speed, not up to scratch. And that can cost a game. But also because, you know, if, you, if you're struggling in your league, and you play a team below you who's flying in theirs, that that confidence that it gives you, that momentum, it, you know, it, that can really raise you up a couple of notches. So we can't underestimate that with Watford. Um, you know, as I say, they are flying so far. They're having a really good season. They're they're flowing, and and we have stuttered. You know, we are we're, we're not really sure 
where we're at at the moment. Um, with the run that we've had, obviously our final league game was was uh, the one 0 win away to Lewis. Uh, but the previous week we'd lost four um, one home to them in the cup, and you know, so in the Conti Cup. So we are, yeah, you know, we're, we're mid table, um, and it, yeah, we're, we're a bit imbalanced at the moment. So you know, we don't know as well. I think we had a, we had a few injuries picking up going into the winter break. It seems to happen just every time, every year at that time. Um, so we don't know quite who we can have available this weekend, who's back. Um, I've heard that Rihanna Dean has, has been in training um, and tearing it up in training. So hopefully we might see her get some game time. It's a perfect opportunity, really, perhaps from the bench to give us a minute because obviously what she needs now is um, game time. You know, um, it's the only way, you know, and the only way you're going to get that is by getting out on the pitch. Um, and I think she will give us something different as an option in attack. Um, so hopefully we might see her on Sunday um, and a couple, a couple of the other players who picked up, who were carrying knocks back. Amy Everett, I believe is out to the end of January. So I wouldn't expect to see her hopefully though. Um, I think Philbs, I mate Philbs, she should be back or was aiming to be back at the start of um, the new year. So whether she definitely is or not, I don't know. So um, what options we've got available at this moment in time, a little bit unsure. We, we were struggling to put a full bench out towards the end of 2022. And as I say, that seems to happen every Christmas. Um, but hopefully the, the break will be, ends up being a week shorter than what it would have been. Hopefully that's given us a chance to get at least one or two back. Um, but we, we, it's an important game for us. You know, we, we need to build some momentum. So we won our, effectively our last game. We won. Um, the midweek game against Charlton, is a dead rubber for us. Cholton, it's a, a, a tiny, tiny hope of qualification. Um, so you'd expect, you know, that, that to go probably more Cholton's way. Although we could, go up there, we could go there and get a result and keep build some momentum. But for me, this is, this is really key because it's the FA Cup, uh, the magic of the Cup, you know, you get the money through progressing. Um, but it would, it, it would be a great way to start the year for us. Like we did last, last year, we started with the uh, the win up away to Durham in the league, um, you know, and it was a great platform for us. And that's what we need to use this for, um, you know, and see how far we can get. Um, we'd all have a cut run. It is harder in the women's game because in in the men's game, when you draw a Premier League team, there's always a chance, isn't there? I think there's, there's you know, it feels more like, any team could win, but in a, in the W in the, the women's game, when you draw a WSL team, especially if it's you know City, Chelsea, United, Spurs, Arsenal, that's it's just game over, you know. So it is hard. You kind of need to do a lot of dodging and ducking and diving to avoid those teams for as long as you can. Um, but it'd just be a great start for us to to get a back to back win. Essentially, um, you know. Because you don't want to lose to a, a team in the league below, ideally. Um, so, you know, avoid that. Set ourselves up. Um, go to Charlton. And then, you know, league leaders, London City, come to the come to Hayes Lane the following weekend. So, it, it'd, be, it'd be big for us to get a result against Watford to take into that. Um, 
so yeah, so hopefully we can we can do that. Um, but as I say, it's not going to be an easy game. Um, and we will be welcoming for for those with the superstitions of ex-players going back to haunt us. Uh, Watford currently have five ex-Palace players. Uh, they've had them, I think, last season. It, it, it might have been more than that. Amber Sobs was there, but she, she left in the summer and she joined Lewis. Um, but they ha- so they have Fran Alley, um, midfielder. She's there. Um, she left us in our first season up in the Championship. Bianca Baptiste is there. She joined them from us in the summer. Um, currently our record scorer since promotion. Um, not just in the league, but in total for goals. Um, Eagle Ivy Player of the Year two years ago as well. So um, we, we know all about her and her pace and her ability in front of goal. And, um, you know, it's definitely one to watch out for. Um, then Dre is there, Dre Giorgio. Um, she was the first Eagle Eye View player of the season. So that was three years ago. Um, also sponsored by Eagle Eye View four years ago. Um, a really talented midfielder. She, she left us started last season went to Coventry um, and then went to Watford from there that wasn't long at Coventry so they've got Dre another tricky midfielder uh, Megan Chandler defender is there she was with us a few seasons ago um, I think about three or four seasons ago now and Grace Garrard who January two windows ago we signed Gracie Piers and Grace Garrard from the Arsenal youth team um, on contracts into the season, and I think uh, Grace Garrard only played two, two appearances, I, f- I believe. Um, but she is there; she's only only nineteen years old, so she's a centre back. So yeah, five five ex Palace players. Uh, I'd, I'd expect at least three of. I'd expect probably four of them to play, whether it's from the bench or starting. Um, and if Bianca's fit, I'd expect that to play on Sunday. So plenty of opportunities for for past players to come and haunt us. Um, and if you had to put your money on being, being one, it'd be B, um, who I, I, I would, if she starts, I, I would, <laughs> I, I fully expect to score. Um, so yeah, some past players. Our FA Cup record isn't wonderful. Uh, it's better than our Conti Cup record, I believe. Now, I've, I've looked back for as far as I can go and there is, from what I can see, I don't think we've ever got past the fourth round. Um, so, yeah, not not, not, not the best. Um, obviously, this is the third round we're playing on Sunday. But just since we got promoted, um, so I'm not going to troll you through all, all the time, but just since we got promoted, so our first season we were up, Season eighteen nineteen, uh, we came in in the third round and lost three 0 at home to Spurs, who that's in, were in the championship as well as us that season. They finished second and got promoted. Um, but they've actually never tore us apart in that game, which he did in all three games we played against. Them. I think four games we played against them that season. Um, then in nineteen twenty season, which got cut short by COVID. 
Um, we played Southampton in the third round, not the one that's in the championship now. There's two Southamptons. Um, I think these were the original ones. Um, we played them. We originally we played them away. In the original game, we were 3-0 up with 15 minutes to go and the game got abandoned for a waterlogged pitch. It's just madness. So it had to be replayed again at a different ground. Um, but we beat them 4-0. We then put us through where we drew Brighton at home uh, in the fourth round. Uh, Brighton are a WCL team, a regular WCL team. And unfortunately, we lost that one 3-0. Then the 2021 season, which was the COVID behind closed doors season, uh, we played London Bees in the third round, beat them 3-0 at home. That was the season where we played them four times, but twice in the league and once in each cup and tonked them in every every game. I think we scored six twice. Um, so we progressed through in the third round that season. And that got us a delightful draw of Arsenal away. Uh, and that was when the league season finished and then we had to... It cost us money to keep paying the players for the extra week or two, extra game, to then go and play Arsenal away and lose 9-0. Um, so, and the prize money then was so non-existent that we probably would have out of pocket by the end of that game. Um, and then last season, the third round, um, we didn't even get through. So after two years of reaching the fourth round, we went away to Bridgewater, who are another National League side. Um Formerly Yeovil Town, so they used to be a WCL team, put down, re- rebuilt. Um, with Amy Goddard there, who's a former, a former Palace player. And we lost 1-0. Um, so, not the greatest form. Um, but, you know, we're playing a low league again. And if we could get past Watford, so for either team, whoever progresses the next round will be either Durham or Peterborough. And from what I'm told, there's zero chance of Peterborough going through. I mean, we're all rooting for Peterborough. Uh, There's zero chance of Peterborough going through and Durham, obviously, our championship team as well. So there'd be the likelihood of, if if we could beat Watford, that would be another, because it would be an away away tie. So it'd be another battle of Maiden Castle uh, with the old enemy that we've now established in Durham. So there's an incentive there because, well, that would obviously not be an easy game either. It'd be a great chance to reach the fifth round for the first time. Um, and the extra bonus is the the pay, the prize money has gone up. So we did us, ourselves in the Women's Fans Football Collective, we campaigned for it last season with the, the No Ifs, No Buts, We Want an Equal FA Cup campaign. Uh, the voices were heard and changes were made and while it could still be a lot higher they have put FA have put up the prize money this year so uh, I think from what Phil was saying I think if we win on Sunday that's that's 10,000 we get for doing that which in in, in this league could be a new player you know um, and then you get to the next round and it's it'd be a guaranteed minimum of, of, of 2,000 if we lost so the incentives are there um it's a case of getting out of the pitch and doing it. And the reason I, I said earlier about, you know, what was form and, and why that can't be discounted. And, you know, I've said, you know, they're scoring a lot of goals. They're not conceding many. Yes, there's the two division. There's, you know, a, a, a difference in the divisions we're in, but it still counts. We When we played Bridgewater last year, 
I did. I remember doing a preview of it, and I point. I highlighted that Bridgewater hardly conceded goals. They kept a lot of clean sheets that first half of the season. They were. They had a very mean defence, which Amy Goddard was at the heart of, and breaking them down would not be easy. And that's exactly what happened. They scored a scrappy, poor goal on our on our side of things, but they were imperious in defence. You know, so they took their their league form and and that that solid base that they had in the league, um, and they carried it over to the cup, and and they beat us. And then they went on to play Man United in the next round at home, their biggest ever crowd. Uh, I think they lost two nil. Uh, obviously, United would have changed the team around, but you know they, again, that, that's they were, they were solid and they were they were tough to, to break down. And so you, you can't discount just because Watford are in the league below us. We can't discount what they've been doing in that league this season, uh, the goal threat that they are, and, and how and how tough they've been at the back. So it'd be interesting to see what we do. We we, we change the lineup a little bit towards. Uh, the end of the 2022. Um, it'd be interesting to see what options we go for, Posi- positional wise, setup wise, who's available. Um, but we've got to go into confidence. I think we have to respect them. We have to appreciate what they're doing, and we have to be aware of that. But at the same time, we've got to be confident because we've got the players. At the end of the day, more than capable of winning that tie. You know, um, so. Uh, Someone like Annabelle, Annabelle Blanchard, I mean, she could absolutely tear them apart on her own with, with the talent that she's got. And it's coming. I, I keep saying it, but that is coming at some point where she's absolutely, she's going to, we're going we're gonna to tonk someone and she's going to score a bag for in that game. Um, You know, but not just her page, Bailey Gale, it's been, since she's about to get into the side, it's been superb. Um, You know, a lot of talent there and, We've we've just got you know Hughes's due a goal, um, Cole in the last, in the last game finally moved back into um, advanced position. There's options there, you know. Shauna Guy hopefully will you know will, is is going to get her first goal for the club soon. So we've we've got it in us to to go to play that game and be solid and put a ball in the back of the net and 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 get ourselves through to the next round. It won't be easy, but we have got to go into it with that confidence. Of we are doing it. So, uh, with that in mind, um, I am predicting Palace to win three-one. I do think B will score a hundred percent. I believe, but I mean that's if she's fit, because I know she's had some injury issues this season. Um, but I do believe she will score. But we will score three, and I think Paige scores. I think Husey scores and I think Annabelle scores and I almost I, possibly Hughes gets two but Annabelle gets the assist it'd be around that but I'm, I'm, I'm definitely I'm going to stick with it Paige two from Husey Annabelle gets two assists that's what I'm going for so two from Husey um, so yeah so that's what I, I think we're doing I say that's the confidence we need to go into in with this weekend um, that we can win a game because we can, and we should be winning that game. You know, um, and let's let's start twenty twenty three with a real positive and a real um, good outcome. You know, and a real and a, a nice a good win to 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 get us going. And what is an important week? So, um, 
so yeah, that is that is my predictions. Uh, and we should be doing, we will be doing. Uh, I mentioned it in a podcast a couple of weeks ago. We had planned for the original one of this tie. Um, there's four of us. We're going to be wearing the One Love armbands. Obviously, that were banned. That uh, Kane and others, other captains, were banned from wearing last minute by um, FIFA at the World Cup. Uh, and when we when we'd originally planned it, obviously the World Cup was still going on. Uh, it's not anymore. Uh, but we had the armbands. They turn up at last. It all they got delayed because of the postal strikes and everything. But I had them now. So uh, you've got myself, Phil, Michael, and Mark. We will all be sporting them on Sunday. Um, so yes, we will be in the terrace behind the goal with all the flags. Uh, the loyal section. Um, so come and come and join us um, and witness the three-one win that I just predicted, um, and get behind the team and, and let's let's start twenty twenty-three and make it an absolutely incredible year. We we did the pod last week, looking back at twenty twenty-two and all the achievements we had in it. Let's make let's do more. Let's progress more. Let's have more achievements. Let's really kick on. A lot is still possible to be achieved this season. Um, let's, let's get behind the team and let, let's make it possible. So that said, uh, I'm going to call it there. It's only half an hour pod. I know it's a short one, uh, but it has to be just myself and I'm sure no one needs to listen to me waffling on more than the half an hour that's already gone on. Um, so yeah, so with that said, uh, thank you to everyone. I, I know Martin was in for a while listening live. Uh, thanks to everyone who listens back to this on the recording here on Twitter or who's listening to us on Spotify. Of course, we are free to download on Spotify. And if you subscribe, you get the notifications that this has been uh, uploaded, this has been posted. So thank you to everyone who's listened to us. Um, thank you to all of those who have carried over with us to the new year. Next week, we should hopefully be back with Phil back as well, hopefully fighting fit. Um, and we'll do a review of Sunday's game I'd imagine we'll talk about the Conti Cup and what night we do it. And we'll be looking ahead to the return to the league action against London City Lionesses. So let's hopefully next week we'll be talking about uh, a great first win to start the year and preparing for, for the likely battle of, Maid, of Maiden Castle. Um, although come on Peterborough. So excellent. So thank you very much. And um, look forward to speaking to you all, hearing from you all and meeting you all at the games. And let's have a great 2023. Come on, you palace.